was here for weeks, and uh, we're self-supporting through all our contributions. And uh, what we're going to do, a lot of people are involved in this meeting, so and we're, we can do this meeting together. So I'm, I'm going to call on some people to come and share, and uh, and we'll go one at a time, and uh, we'll start off with Fernando. I want to thank God and the ability to be here, fully clothed in my right mind, alcoholic. Thanks Fernando, to the judge. <laughs> Excuse me. I get choked up when I get up here. I said, we better double our efforts, man. Look, look at this today. What a wonderful crowd. Beautiful. Sometimes I think I'm an alcoholic. Excuse me. I'm, uh, what is that? Six Anonymous? No. <laughs> You're the only ones that, that laugh at that joke. I tried that in Alma. It didn't go through that well. <laughs> I am very happy to be here. I wanted, I have, um, I have something for uh, someone. Ooh. Next week, I'm rafting off the cake pan. <laughs> now, who would like to take the cake pan and bring it back next Friday? You got seven days. And with a cake, and oh, we got a hand. Get a hand. We got a, a gentleman. You can do it. Put your... <laughs> oh, actually, Lisa, she donated an extra pan. And we want to acknowledge David. He's first time here, and we put him to cooking. Uh, you know, send them off right. And Nicole. David and Nicole, David got up in the grill and did the, all the hamburgers for us. So let's thank God. Come out of, uh, it's too coincidental not to be God. Thank you, God. Let's see. Uh, I came here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's good to see Dean back. He came back for the hamburger, you know, and the buddy, huh? <laughs> and, uh, and Rachel and, and Ray, Art. Thank you guys for the incredible coffee, consistency and persistence. Somebody brought some tacos and just amazing uh, the, the people that are, that do and, and carry on. So I'd like to throw the baton over to Tommy. He's over there and he's gonna talk a few minutes, you know. You know, this helps my self-pity. Can you see that? Be in service. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm Tommy G. Alcoholic. I don't know why I feel like like just waving at everybody. Like I don't know, you guys are my friends, man. This is this is a really awesome meeting to be at. Um, I was, man, where do you even start? I'm super blessed, and there's just absolutely no way that I can't start by thanking God because God's been there for me. I'm luckily one of those people that didn't have to struggle through, you know, the, the God issue, I guess, of the program. Um, right now I have, um, man, I really don't even know where to start. I'm just, uh, I'm really happy to be here. Fridays are just the best day. And it's not because I got the weekend off of work. It's because honestly, because I come here and I'm blessed enough to have a couple friends that come with me and their daughter and my daughter in the same class. And so my, I don't know if you guys know my wife, she's actually not one of us. She's a, a supportive spouse and she comes and she understands what we go through. And then after we're done eating and the meeting starts, she takes all the loud mouths over to the playground. And it's just like, <laughs> wow, you know, like, and it's so, it's, at first I was a little embarrassed about it when they were, you know, cause I actually work at, at her school and I would hear her saying like, dad, can we go to the Friday night meeting? It's Friday, you know, like, don't say, just say go to the park, you know, like, but like, it just is such a blessing. It's, it's, it's uh, it's nothing like coming here on a Friday. This is um, my my home my home group is the Beanbag, but I, I would like to say that this is also my home group because I'm you know I'm here pretty consistently and I and I really love it. Um, I know you said hey, I had ten minutes. I don't know. I don't really. Bob, good to see you, sir. Um, Bob Bob seen me come in. He's seen me at the Beanbag. He's seen me show up every week. 
and have no time to show for it. I was a veteran orange chip for a good three or four years. I just could not get it together. And uh, yeah, grace of God stuff where finally something just clicked. It might've been my head against the asphalt when I was riding my bike and the police decided to come and pay me a visit, make sure I was okay. Maybe the fact that they didn't charge me with anything like drunk, you know, drunk driving, even though I was on a bicycle. Um, I don't know, there's just been so many different instances where I, I can't help but like, just appreciate it and everything. And, and it, especially here, you guys, we talk about it a lot, like when we get here, how beautiful it is. Like you see the mountains after it rains, it's so green. And like, sometimes I just like, I don't know, I'll be like kind of, I don't know if you would call it meditating or praying, but like this gust of wind will come through. And it's just like, like, did anybody feel that right now? Like, I swear, it just feels like God's with us. I know I'm kind of like rambling, but I did not expect to camp. I, in fact, I was like, okay, so I just, I was blessed enough to go on a cruise. We left Monday and I came back this morning. And I was just like, yeah, like, I'm going to wear these clothes because nobody's going to see me anyway. Nobody's going to care that it's the same dirty clothes I'm wearing. Like, you know, and then they called me up here. So, I don't know. I'm super humble. I, I can't thank Les and Fernando and Cotto's not here. But, I mean, Mike, just everybody that shows up every week. You know, you guys really, I mean it when I say, when you guys say, how am I doing it? I say much better now. Like, I mean it every time I see your faces. It just means a lot to me. And it, it, it. I knew I was going to be tired, and like somehow when I got here, it was like this burst of fresh energy. Like I've just been resting, and like it's awesome to be here, and I love it, and I appreciate Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm still pretty fresh. I'm just over a year. Um, two twenty-two twenty-two. Yeah. And oddly enough, my my drink. I was a high-end drinker. I used to like the two for two King Cobras. Yeah. yeah. Fancy. I was a fancy date. <laughs> but uh yeah man this is just it i just i love it there's nothing like like this group there's nothing like aa and i i thank all of you and god for it thank you i'm less alcoholic all right rachel you want to come up and and uh do your stuff and talk for a few minutes here please it's always good to see you and your family here, right? Thank you. Hi, my name is Rachel. I'm an alcoholic. Rachel. Um, so I guess what I'll start with is where am I at today in my sobriety? Um, today I am grateful. I'm also, um, you know, a little bit uh, feeling challenged, honestly. Like I'm, I had to kind of move back to step four because I was, you know, working with my sponsor. We were gonna unload step five, and it turns out I didn't quite complete step four thoroughly. So now I'm having to go back and redo that. And I'm telling you, the little kid in me is throwing a tantrum. I don't want to do it. I just want to tell her what's up, <laughs> and I just want to be done with this. But I know that's not how it works. I know that I need to suit up, show up, and do the work if I really want to be free. And that is what I'm doing right now. And I am very blessed to be a part of this group. I just love Alcoholics Anonymous. I've always wanted to fit in. My entire life, I was always looking to fit in. And um, I finally fit in somewhere. <laughs> and it feels really good. Um, but I relate with what Tommy said, you know, picking up my little one from school, and she's like, the Friday night meeting? And <laughs> again, I'm like, is that okay? Like, to say that but um i don't need to be um embarrassed because what i'm realizing is there's a lot more of us out there and they need help and um maybe we can be the light so that's just what i'm hopeful for so thank you for letting me share oh, uh, yes and we also have literature at this meeting we have big books 12 and 12 um, at club cost and uh, softbound literature that's free for the taking so please come see me if you need literature thank you Okay, let's get let's get the chips and and the lit and the cakes going here. I'm out of time. <laughs> I got a resentment. I'm Lisa, and I am definitely an alcoholic. Lisa, Lisa alcoholic. Wow, look at all these people. I'm a little nervous. Not. Um. Okay, so. 
Do we have anyone here that has 29 days or less? Who would like to take a welcome trip tonight? Come on up. Where's Fernando? Do you have your lighter with you? We're going to need to light the fire here in a minute, okay? Uh, do we have anybody with 30 days? Thank you. My name is my name's Adam. Good job. We're so happy to see that. Okay, anybody have 60 days today? Fernando! Okay, 90 days. Six months. Nine months. We celebrate birthdays! Do we have anyone here uh, taking a cake uh, for one year? Two. Three, four, five, six, and seven. Shall we sing happy birthday? Happy birthday to to be in a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous. Doesn't matter what meeting, what city, um, the people here always make me feel like I'm at home. And that's something, you know, like the young lady before said she was always looking to fit in, right? That's that's what, what I've been looking forward to. And, and I found that here in Alcoholics Anonymous. I, um, it's pretty amazing that I am celebrating seven years because you know, I remember I couldn't go seven hours. Maybe I could go more than seven hours without physically taking a drink, but that obsession of the mind for sure within seven hours was in full force. And um, today, uh, my mind's obsessing about other things, <laughs> but at least it's not alcohol, right? Um, and I don't know, I'm just super grateful to be a part of something that's so wonderful and like, um, like you both shared about being embarrassed or, um, or not sure if like, oh, if my kids say we're going to a meeting, you know, sometimes that's, I had a meeting for my daughter's school today and that's sometimes one of the first things I tell them, like, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Like, that's part of my life. There's going to be times when, um, you know, I may not be home at night because I'm at a meeting um, where I can't help with homework because I have to make sure I'm sober. And uh, that's just that's just how my life works today. Um, I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful that Alcoholics Anonymous exists, and that those of you that have come before me have uh, have shown me the way. So thanks for letting me share. All right. So do we have anybody for eight, nine, ten? How about ten to fifteen? Fifteen to twenty? Twenty to thirty? Thirty to live? All right, if you're going to have a birthday, please let me know next week so we can have everything uh, to give you for your birthday. And also, I did want to make an announcement. If, um, I'm going to be making the cakes on the second and fifth Friday of the month. And if I could get a volunteer to just do one, one Friday night a month, so the first, third, and fourth Friday, if someone would just take one of those nights, let me know at the end of the meeting. Um, I don't mind doing the commitment, but I sure could use some help because I can't bring it every single Friday. Okay, thanks. Want to share? Oh, sure. I have a resentment with Les. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to now. 
Anyway, Lisa Alcoholic, and you know what? This is an awesome turnout tonight, and what awesome shares so far. I mean, it's just amazing. Some of these people that come in that, that have a year or two years, and it seems like they're, they, I almost feel like, they seem like they're more connected to the program than I am, you know, and I've been here for a little, little bit longer. And um, I'm just so, so grateful to be here tonight, and um, I just want to uh, pick on somebody else to share, so let Les do it. Art, come on up. How y'all doing, Art? Alcoholic. Oh, man. Yeah, you know what? Um, Pretty, pretty interesting being here with uh, with two families. That's, I mean, we. I'm gonna piggyback off that story there because it's like the year that's been unfolding here between the two families is is uh, um, it's only God's doing, and I'm gonna give everything that I have to God, like my sobriety, my family, my job. Today, you know, because. Um, no matter where we where we're at and throughout our day, um, no matter how how low it can can be, it's we can always turn it around and go to him, right? And so when when I look at like where my family is today, you know, or where where I am at in my sobriety, it, it, it's it's God's been just constantly revealing Himself uh, through 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 my story, right? So like. Rachel um, started getting sober and she's like, I'm going to this meeting and you find her. I'm like, oh yeah, I used to go to the 12 o'clock. And she's like, no, uh, they have uh, one at the, in the evening and it's got barbecue and they're barbecue. I'm like, oh, I'll go. <laughs> yeah. uh, hamburgers? Okay, cool. Um, and and uh, and she's like, yeah, there's there's a guy named Tommy there that, that works at at, at Phoenix's school, and you know, we didn't know like that we were both, you know, hey, hey. Uh, it was weird. It was like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, that's cool. I mean, you know, there's people, there's a lot of AA people out there, you know. So it's like, you know, um, but then that was like, hey, you're, you're like when we saw each other like out in church or on 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 school campus, like, oh, hey, I know. <laughs> so uh, and it just kind of like developed like that, and. Um, uh, our kids are like best friends, you know, they're inseparable. She was gone for the week and Phoenix is just like, I didn't have fun this week. I couldn't have fun at break because Houston, you wasn't there. It's like, it's all, it's all good. You can, we'll see her on Friday. <laughs> you know, so like, um, it's just like those little things that you catch on and you're like, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, no matter how much stress I get put under, I just kind of like thank God for those moments that he, sh he, he he reveals to me constantly. And one thing that he's revealed in this last year was uh, me getting back into AA, because I had been drifted away from a, for a long time. Um, not uh, not partaking in anything, right? But just stone cold sober, white knuckling, right? So, um, and uh, my wife watched me get sober, and now I'm watching her get sober. And it's, it's uh, it's only God that can that can do that. Uh, by the grace of God, I can be there for her while she was there for me. You know, so um, I, I I thank Him for that. That I'm here today to to help her through that. And then watching her take every chip has been a blessing for her, for our family, for everything. Because AA has been able to um, help facilitate that for her and God for giving us that opportunity to, to work on ourselves. But, um, um, you know, it's, it, it, getting a commitment is important. Um, when, when, when something opens up here, you should probably take it, uh, no matter where you're at, because it's going to ground you. Um, coffee, I take coffee serious, right, Fernando? It's good, good coffee. <laughs> so, uh, no, I want to make sure it's good coffee, you know. Um, so just doing it to the best of my ability, you know. And uh, 
um, even if it's just making a couple pots of coffee, you know, it's like, I wanna make sure it's right, warm when it gets here, so. Um, and it's just like taking those little nuances throughout the day and saying, what, what can I do to the best of my ability? And what can I do for God to further what he's got planned for us? Uh, maybe bringing a newcomer in, you know? Um, watching a best friend take a one-year trip. We, we, we took a cake together. And that was awesome. Like I didn't, we didn't even know that we had uh, uh, our birthdays within the same within the same time period. Yeah. So um, I don't know. God just constantly just shows you the little little glimpses like that. And um, so when when we talk about God, we, we talk about how what we're seeking Him and how we're how He's revealing Himself to us through these moments throughout the day because um, we can constantly block Him out. And, 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 you know, we stop the, sun, the sunlight of the Spirit in our hearts, right? We constantly just take back our will. And I do that all the time. I'm very guilty of that. Rachel could tell you. You know, she lives with me every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she can totally tell me. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I, it's not perfect. Not perfect. And I'm okay with that today. And I think it's, I think learning to be comfortable with yourself is that, that's probably the biggest part of AA that I've taken throughout these years is that I, when I came here, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was without the, without the drink. I didn't know who I was without the partying, without, you know, the people that seemed to be my friends. I didn't know who I was. And then when I got here, you guys helped me realize who I was. It's, God real, made me realize who I was. And, and this, is, this program has shaped me to who I am today. Um, and that's a dad, you know, and, uh, and, and sober. And um, a member, a useful member of society as, uh, as it says in the big book, right? So um, just keep coming back. Um, thank you guys, this is an awesome meeting. Thanks Les for asking me to do coffee. You know what I mean? I said yes, immediately, so. Um, if you don't have a commitment, make sure you get one here. Make, make a cake. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, come on up. Good man right there. Some pressure right there. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. My name is Nick, and I am an alcoholic. Um, I was told... Um, to never forget that. Um, the minute I do, is the minute I revert back to a former way of thinking, feeling, and a way of um, a lifestyle that I don't want anymore. You know, um, I've been coming to these meetings of probably about a little over a year. Um, I have a little over eight months of sobriety. It took three or four months doing a couple days, a couple weeks, and then wanting to take that, that will back, thinking, I got this, I got control. And um, just a little quick story as to what brought me to these meetings. I thought it was the second DUI, wrecking the car, and all of that, but how this disease can creep back up into our lives and um, I mean, literally a couple weeks after all that transpired, the day after I was like, damn it, beating myself up, going on that self-pity, on that pity party, you know, and um, thinking that here I go again, you know, and, but how quick this disease can tell you, you know, hours later, days later, hey, you know what, it's okay to go ahead and do it again. You know, when you're not driving, nothing bad can come of it how wrong I was, you know? And um, it was little things like that, you know, seeing on how, before we even realized that, that self-will and, you know, wanting to take that back and how um, nothing ever good comes from it. Pitiful, incomprehensible demoralization is absolutely true. And um, I had to experience it several times, you know, in order to, for it to click. And, um, Going through the book, going things like that, I um, initially I wanted to like, like solve this equation and think like that's gonna be it. But more and more I realized, the more I, I dive into it, 
the more I see that I don't know anything, you know, and and that's okay, you know. It, it's okay to, to say I don't know, um, I don't know what to do, and knowing that you have, um, you know, God or or your higher power, however you so choose to um, see it, to to rely on and and to give those um, insecurities, those issues. Um, will you know and trying to align our will with god's will um like how people say you know there's times we, we want to take it back throughout the day for days can you know but to kind of acknowledge it and you know realize that and whether that's going to meetings reading the book talking to other people in the fellowship it's what's helped get me to those eight months and i did not do it you know, like snap the finger, I did it one day at a time. And that's what you hear constantly. And it's, it's how I've tried to apply it in my life. And you have great people here in these meetings and, you know, they, it's, it's all God shots. You know, these are, these are things that I didn't think I was going to be doing in my life, but obviously, you know, self-will and everything never brought anything positive to me. And, and these things, even though they're, they're small, achievements you know a day uh, a new friendship um you know new opportunities that arise that maybe um, um didn't while we're in our disease and or how we close doors to certain opportunities a lot of times i like say you know the things were taken from me you know a lot of the stuff I, we, we give them away through our actions you know and and i, I don't want to live like that anymore so um this is a great meeting to come to um, great fellowship um, commitments has definitely helped me out you know really get in tune with everyone here and and I, I like to thank Les for that you know I like to thank all of you I might not know any of you guys or some of you personally but every single one of you I love wholeheartedly you know for for being there and welcoming me into these rooms and seeing that um, even when we maybe fall short um, you know things like that you guys welcome us back with open arms and, and I, I truly appreciate you guys for that. Um, yeah, I know we're merely vessels and I know all of these are acts of God and God, you know, speaking to me through you guys, through my experiences and where before I, I wasn't necessarily receptive to it. I'm kind of now just really taking a step back and telling God, I might not understand the things that are happening, um, what you're giving me, and even the things that he's taken from me, you know, and just know that it's all a blessing and maybe not understand it now, but just to have that acceptance and, and, and do the work, you know, contrary action, as they say. And little by little, you know, we'll get there. And, and, and it's not the, the end goal that we're seeing, but the journey along the way that I, I really see is the, the true blessing. Um, so once again, thank you guys for letting me share. And um, I hope you all have a great weekend. I genuinely love every single one of you guys. Thank you. I'm less alcoholic. And I don't even know what contrary action is. I got to look it up in the dictionary. How do you learn that so quick? I'm a slow learner. Brandon, come on up. Brandon Alcoholic. Um, my sobriety date is uh, February 24th, 22. So recently got a year and uh, it took me three years to get that year. Um, yeah, it's uh, tough to come up here, huh? Um, you know, for me, it's, uh, you know, I couldn't fit in, you know, I had a lot of thoughts going on. I wanted to quit life, you know, and things were looking real bleak, you know, and I went to a therapist and uh, we kind of went through some things and talked and she said, uh, have you ever tried Alcoholics Anonymous? And I'm like, what? You know, why would I need that? And uh, so she gave me a test, you know, she said, uh, she said, uh, how about this weekend? You try and have just six beers and come back and tell me how you did. 
I'm like, all right, cool. I can do that. Easy. You know, so I go home Friday, have two, Saturday two, Sunday two, and uh, come back the next week. How'd it go? Went great. Six beers, we're good. She's like, all right, do it again. And uh, didn't go so well the next weekend. And, um, you know, by this time, I called into work enough times that uh, I wasn't really comfortable, you know, thinking I was safe at my job. The heat was on from the wife, and um, I became willing. And so I walked into a, a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, had a hood on and hid in the back and, you know, tried to hide and a bunch of people with smiles on their faces introduced themselves, said, glad you're here. And I said, great, you know, I want nothing to do with you. I uh, won't see you again, you know, and uh, I did take one thing from that meeting, though. You know, everybody had a higher power. And that was something, you know, I, I had no no clue on. So I went that route, you know, I started listening to sermons, started praying, reading the Bible, and it worked for six months, you know, and then one more time, you know, I went on another run, and uh, by this time it was Father's Day, I had, I think he must have been a year, you know, I had a, a baby, and uh, it was Father's Day, and I was, I spent, you know, the entire Father's Day lying in bed, shaking, sweating, restless, irritable, and discontent. And, uh, you know, hearing him out there play with her and not being able to be a part of that. Um, you know, my dad passed when I was young and uh, I missed all those father's days. And uh, here I was, you know, doing the same thing to my son by choice. And, you know, the next day I found a meeting about Cox Anonymous and uh, did the same thing, you know, tried to hide out in there. Again, couldn't do it. It was on a Zoom meeting too, because this was, you know, right at the start of, uh, of COVID. So I tried to hide out and somebody messaged me in the chat and like a dummy, I opened the chat and I read it and he says, hey, can I give you a call? I said, sure. And, uh, you know, I remember that first time he came over, you know, to give me that big book. You know, before, before he came over, I made sure to pop open the garage so he saw all the cars and the, the Sea-Doo and all the toys, you know, so he could be like, oh, this guy's not an alcoholic, he's got to figure it out, dude, you know? And, uh, and then we started reading through the big book, you know, and I started identifying myself in that big book, and uh, that was scary, you know? And, and uh, you know, I kind of worked it halfway, you know, in the back of my mind, I thought, you know, I'll stay sober for a year, prove myself, you know, I'm not an alcoholic and and we'll get back out there and we'll start running, you know, and 11 and a half months later, you know, couldn't even make it to that year and, and there I was again, restless, irritable and discontent, you know, and, uh, and so I knew exactly where to go this time, you know, hop back into those meetings and, uh, you know, that, that cycle continued for, for quite some time until I got that commitment, you know, and I started, uh, I started being accountable, you know, and showing up and shaking hands, you know, my, my sponsor tells me, Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, it walks, it talks, it shakes hands, and uh, you're a service, and those are all things I couldn't do before, you know. I like, uh, I like when I hear speakers talk about, you know, they know what, uh, they know exactly what everybody's, what every everybody's shoes you know they, they know everybody's shoes that they're wearing because i'm always looking down you know because i can't look you in the eye and you know today i can um and uh you know it's like what's been talked about before you know i've learned who i am truly you know and i'm still learning i got a lot to learn and i'm okay with that you know and, and um you know i'm just just grateful to be here in this meeting, you know, to be a, to be just just one of the group, you know, and not have to be the best of the group or the worst of the group, because that's me, you know, I'm one extreme or the other. And, uh, you know, I work for a pretty big company and uh, my manager pulls me into the office on Wednesday and uh, he's like, hey, uh, 
I gotta tell you something, can you come in here? I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. You know, I'm sober this time, what the hell, you know? I haven't called into work. And um, he tells me, you know, we're gonna have uh, some big layoffs next Friday. <clears throat> and he's like, but you're not a part of them. And I'm like, wait, what? Because uh, I'm usually the first to go, you know, because you can't count on me to do anything. And today that's not the case, you know, and um, and the first thing I did, you know, thank God, thank God that I still have a job, you know, because I know this is all his doing, you know, none of this is me. Um, and it's, uh, you know, for me, to be honest, you know, the past couple of weeks, it's been pretty rough. There's been a lot of family drama, you know, my grandma passed right before I got that one year and, you know, now the fight's about money. And uh, my brother called me a couple weeks ago and he said, hey, if you're going to talk to mom, I can't talk to you. And I said, great, what do I do? You know, what do I do? Um, so I prayed. And uh, I did exactly what I was supposed to do. I called my sponsor. I said, hey, dude, what am I supposed to do? He said, why would you do anything different now? You stay out of it, you know? You only involve yourself when it involves you. And right now it doesn't, so stay out of it. And uh, today I get to be okay with that decision. You know, I get to have a relationship with my mom and put up some boundaries, which is, you know, a weird experience on its own, you know? My mom raised me, she was a, a single mom and, and I was a baby. And uh, turns out there's a lot of boundaries that, uh, that need to be put, you know? and. Same thing with my brother and my uncle and all these relationships, you know, I'm learning how to have healthy relationships. And, um, you know, it's funny, we, my wife and I went to Chick-fil-A for lunch because I just opened up this Chick-fil-A by our house. And we had this little lunch date. And we're sitting there and, uh, you know, I'm just trying to connect because I've been disconnected for a couple weeks now. And um, I'm telling her, you know, that we, we were supposed to inherit, you know, my my grandma's house, my my childhood house. You know, I've lived there for decades, and uh, we found out we're not doing that anymore. And uh, it's scary, you know. And I, we're talking at lunch, and I'm like, this isn't how I pictured life. You know, nothing's going the way it's supposed to. You know, I got sober. You know, where's the butterflies and the rainbows? You know, and um, and she said, you know, and I feel the same way. And, uh, and I said, where's our home? You know, we, for a while, you know, every two or three years we'd have to move, you know, for not always for like, for negative reasons or whatever, but whatever the case was, we would have to move. And, uh, you know, it looks like we might be back at that spot. And I told her, where's my home? You know, where's our home? She said, well, I know my home is right here with you. And I didn't think too much of it when she said it. But when I think about it now, it's uh, it's pretty big, you know, because I put her through a lot. You know, she was uh, my high school sweetheart, and uh, and she saw me through a lot of things, you know, and uh, and me coming to this program, you know, and getting sober, and finding a higher power, and life changing for the better, and. Uh, not everything's better, right? But my head's definitely better. The voices are a little quieter. And um, and she, she found her God, you know, throughout this. A lot of good things have happened to me. I'm very blessed in this program. And uh, I think you guys will let me share. I'm less alcoholic. When you were talking, you know, I was, <clears throat> I was thinking, <laughs> back in the day, you'd have to walk down the, to the podium. We, we, you couldn't share from your seat, and and they call on you to to read or something. And I remember, I'd have to walk down this long corridor <laughs> with 150 people, and I'd say, "Less, I'm an alcoholic," and my heart was pounding 100 miles an hour, you know, in those days. And how hard is that to do? But that, that was, that's the first step in recovery, you know. I had to admit to my innermost self, I'm a real alcoholic. 
then then the real work starts you know once you take the booze out of you then you got to do the work you know and, and you talked about the coffee maker and if, if, if you're getting shaky you don't want to make coffee there's people lined up to make that make coffee because that's that's the best job making coffee one thing also pouring coffee and I was looking down like you were talking about looking at the shoes and, and a guy came up to me that been around a while and he, he put his little finger under my my chin and lifted it up and she says he said you don't have to look down anymore you could look the world in, in the eye you know and I'll always remember those little things like that where you get that inspiration where you, you want you're dying you're clean and sober you're wondering what's it all about I've been sober for a while and, and, and you feel like you're so far down you have to look up to look down and and somebody will come along with a handshake or a smile or a hug and, and that changes everything you know it's uh identification is everything in this room and it's so important if you're new or even if you've been around a while you know stay connected you know it's uh it, it's so important to stay connected you you can have some time and you, and you walk away and it, it it starts to hurt but when i can get transparent with somebody say hey i, I don't like the way things are going and and you talk about it and uh as soon as you talk about it with another alcoholic it breaks the stain but if you don't talk about it the gorilla starts to grow in your head and you know this thing here take out a vacation you don't need to go on okay so uh come on up here tina your service to many people we appreciate you from central office you you donate a lot of stuff we love you you know thank you thank you I'm Tina. I'm an alcoholic. Um, it's so good to have the identification, you know, today. And, um, and it's important that we have new people. And, and um, you know, I was just thinking, like, you know, when I was new, my date is 5'5". Five five. So when the mariachis start playing, it's time to start celebrating. So I'll, I'll tell you about all the, the butterflies and rainbows. But first, I tell you I'm alcoholic and I have alcoholism because there's no cure for it. And I bring it out, you know, I take it out with me, I bring it in with me. It's all here. Yep, 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 yep. And I remember um, when I came to Alcoholics Anonymous, my daughter was the only one living with me. I have two two daughters and a son and um and i remember she was a teenager and she was saying um they had never seen a drink in my hand ever you know what i mean that's i had a little bit of self-respect just a very incremental amount of self-respect where nobody in my family had ever seen a drink in my hand because you know, this wasn't even my idea. I was running on a theory that if they had got help, I would have been okay. I'm not the one with the problem. N at least a drinking problem, right? Drink was actually the solution. It wasn't the problem. It was like, it helped me, you know, cope. And then it turned on me. So, um, I remember one time my daughter was in high school and um, some girls rolled up to the front of our apartment complex and she had mentioned to me that they were like excluding her, you know, and, and so I, I roll over to them and I'm like, what's up with that? You know, and my daughter was like, what the heck? She was mortified, right? Anyway, she looked at me and she goes, you need to go to your meeting. And I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> right? And I, re I was going to um, meetings, um, I lived in, Glenda Glendora and I went to meetings in Glendale because I worked for the Glendora Unified School District and I didn't want anybody to know and just so happened that I ended up terrorizing Glendale for five years 
and I was the last one to know when I when I would show up to uh, meetings in Glendora. It didn't help that I had an identical mirror image twin that used to come visit me in Glendora, and she would go to meetings, and then people at the school district would say, "I I I I, I saw you on Saturday." I'm like, "You didn't see me on Saturday." So it was like all these people were like rooting for me. Anyway, that day when my daughter, you know, said, you need to go to, go to that meeting, you know. I don't know why, but she had realized, you know, something that I hadn't realized yet, that I had like a perception change, you know what I mean? And it, it changed my perception and I identified so well that I, I started to get, you know, take the contrary action, get some you know skills and I was so upset that day that she had sent me to the meeting because you know I have that outstanding characteristic it's the defiance and um anyway so I went to the meeting that day and I was like she said you know this that and the rest and um and they said she's right you know you, she told you know what she said when she said go to the meeting she said you need to grow up that's what she said and then she said you need to go to the meeting and then I told the group, hey, you know, she said this. And anyway, they were like, she was right, you know. And sure, is not, sure enough, you know, many things have happened to me and for me in Alcoholics Anonymous. And so many things that, you know, I, I, ha I didn't have the, the problem with the higher power. The higher power had the problem with me, trust me. He was my Bush League pinch hitter, you know. I was like... Um, pretty much um, a ward of the state when I was 18 months old. I, I was institutionalized for nine years. It's kind of like a long story, but you know, I had always had a God of my understanding because if you don't have no people and God's all you got, that's all you ever know. And so he was like my Bush League pinch hitter. What have you done for me lately? You do this, I'll do that. You hang out over here. So, but I have um, serious alcoholism, you know, and the process is what is, it helps me. But the fellowship helps me. You know, the service helps me. Those things, you know, solidify a, a new day, you know. I have alcoholism, not alcoholism. What I did yesterday is not going to count today. And what I do today is not going to count for tomorrow. I need to get busy, you know. And when I get busy, this thing, you know, uh, I fire my imagination. I mean, what other alcoholic in here, not that I want to see hands, but what other alcoholic in here got 86 out of the drive through at Starbucks in, um, in Laverne? I think it's only me, you know. <laughs> anyway, so, um, and I went to my group that day and, and said, hey, you know what, I just, I don't know why I flipped out, you know. And, um, and they were like, what did you do? And it was the strangest thing because whenever my children had a problem as they were growing up, you know, I wasn't always a fall down drunk or a secret, you know, society member, you know, teetotaler or anything like that. But I would always say whenever they would um, get into difficulty, I wouldn't say, I'm going to tell your daddy. You know, I would always say, you go talk to your dad. Like, you go tell him what you did. And I used to hear him say, don't tell me what mama did. I want to know what you did. You know, like, what my part was. So, the process really works. You know, one, two, three, one, two, three on a daily and then, um, you know, you go, you go through with the rest of it. And it's not as bad as I had it in my head. It was actually way more simple on paper than I had it in my head. And so um, I'm grateful, you know. I had plans and, uh, and expectations, you know, what, what the Lord should give to me, you know, and what time, you know, and, and stuff, you know, because I, I was like the center of his universe, you know, and he was, anyway, it, it all, you know, when I look back on it, it all turned out better than I had thought it was supposed to be, you know. And if, if I was, if I was going to get what I deserved, well, we would all be annihilated. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, I was like, I don't know. I had, I had difficulty. I was 19 years old before I found my way out of MacArthur Park. And I was, you know, I had some difficulties way before I ever developed alcoholism. Um, yeah, and you know what? And he was with me the whole time.
you know, and all I had to do, you know, there are three things present when a man has a profound spiritual experience. And he's usually desperate, alone, and he calls out. And that was all that was necessary, you know. And I, I wasn't alone. I was desperate. And it was me and one policeman. And I was honest. And I've, I haven't had a drink since. And, you know, he let me go. And I was like, I wanted to say, please take me with you, you know, <laughs> save me for myself. But he let me go and... and um, and I, you know, I just did a day at a time. I didn't really have that many expectations. I just went and, and showed up and, and I did it the way you said, you know, I, I fired my imagination and I still, you know, I still have illusions, delusions and strange mental blank spots. I can still get in trouble. Les knows, Les knows, Amy knows. Well, um, the pe the people that are closest to me know that, you know, if, if I don't do the deal, I mean, who gets arrested, you know, at 12 years sober for on a on a 12 step call? That's some serious. I mean, <laughs> I want I'm like a, a real true. And I came in through the back door. Remember, I told you I was like, I was like, you know, if they had got help, I would have been OK. I was like going to Al-Anon, you know, and because I mean, they didn't have that requirement. You could drink and work the steps. It just didn't work out very well for me. And um, and then my experience escalated, you know. So um, God has a plan, and it's better than mine. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm less alcoholic. Uh, if you're... If you want to get involved in this meeting, see Fernando or me. Come on up. We can we can always use a lot of help. What time is it, Jerry? Okay, so uh, we're also we need we need secretaries for the noon meetings uh, at the park. We have a meeting at 9 a.m. and at noon. So if you want to get involved and in, uh, run a meeting, come up and see me or see Fernando. Uh, we have some spots that are that are open. Uh, I'm your grapevine rep. Two years, fifty-four bucks. One year, twenty-eight ninety-seven. What matters most? What's really important? You never know when you're stuck on stupid and you're in your car and you need to read one of these. Meeting in a print, they come in really handy. So what we do here is I pass one out and you bring them back. Somebody, they're right there. I got a whole stack back this week. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, thanks for the podium, Jim. Thank you for being of service, Jim. We'll get to you next week. And uh, with that, I was just thinking God has a master plan and God works through people. I used to think, where is he? I wish he'd come down and straighten this out. I mean, I need some help. And still, I have those mornings or those days. I need some help. Don't leave me now. I feel like I'm in Moses on the backside of the desert. You know, but the fellowship is everything. I mean, I call. There's a whole bunch of people in this room I can call and say, hey, I'm stuck on stupid. This is what I... I, what's going on and and you know what and it, it goes away but if i don't do that i'm in trouble you know so i want to give this away this one here is young and sober and free and it says here you can now follow us on instagram cool i'll take it okay <laughs> You know what? Yeah, he got a grapevine meeting, Cause, okay? Cause I wanna, and he's got I just, them all. I just, ask him, does, ask him if he, wait a minute. Let me finish, then you can have it. Now, when I give these out, right? You're supposed to bring them back. I brought them back. Oh, oh, I got more, though. Okay. I got more that don't belong to you, but I'll give them to you. Anyway, Mike, Mike's our, our secretary, I mean our treasurer. Yeah. We want to thank him. We didn't have time for you tonight. But next, we're gonna, next week, you're going to get your time. Okay. No, and you can uh, do whatever. You can make your report uh, okay. in here. Okay. All right. And you can do this. Oh, you want me to do a report? Oh, we forgot Nick. Raffle.
Come on. Um, all right. I, I won't plug my meeting. I won't, I won't do this. But we'll do it next I'll week. hang out next week. All right. Going to task me with it. Good evening, everyone. I'm Nick, and I'm an alcoholic. We'll be raffling off three books. One of them, our great responsibility, a selection of Bill Wilson's general service conference talks, Living Sober. And for those that have either been in or if you uh, have an H and I, it's always a good book to give. That's one of my favorites. AA in prison. In, in, in case. We have someone who Just it can apply case. to, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me. Okay. Don't do a twelve-step call alone. Uh oh. Okay. Thirty-six eighty-one. Thirty-six eighty-one. Anyone? Any takers? Thirty-six eighty-one. Come on, Fernando. Is it you? Three six eight one. Going once. Going twice. All right. Right there. there we All go. right. Come on, get get one. Come on up. Come on. Which one do you want? First one. You get your pickings. Which one would you like? Nice. A girl after my own heart. Alright, let's see. 3695. 3695. 3695. Any takers? Takers? Yay! Alright! Oh, that's cool. Very cool. Alright, Sam, which one would you like? Living sober, that's simple. Very good. Very good. I'm very simple. Very good book. Living sober. A lot of good questions in there. Somebody could use that book and have a meeting. It's a really good book. On the East Coast, they have a lot of living sober meetings. Okay, this number is 3211. Yay! I'll, I'll bring go. it. I'll bring it to you, Miss. I'll bring it to you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for supporting our raffle. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Promises. Promises. Takers. I got this then. All right. Thank you guys. Like I said, however I can be of service. Thank you guys. Um, these will be the promises. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness, uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and, e and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Now, after a moment of silence for the alcoholic that still suffers in and out of these rooms, and the innocent children caught in the crossfire, please join me in the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. Thank you, guys.